Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. All right, welcome back to the OC. I'm your host for today, Dr. Sean Landry. I'm here with one of my esteemed colleagues, Kevin Longpray. Yeah, Jason, unfortunately, is still on vacation. That guy, actually, Kevin, still technically on vacation. I as am. Well. I am. I'm. But so uh, I guess some of us are more committed than others. Some of us are more right? committed than others, right? <laughs> actually, I thought this was going to be a solo cast today. I was uh, was wondering uh, if we were a gonna last minute add-in. Yeah. Squeeze yeah, it tagged, in. Tagged in Kev before he's got, you got a whole crew coming over today, right? Yeah. 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 So that's awesome. great, man. Good to be here. Good to see you again. I, we were just chatting. I know you've been having a fun time with the kids and you burnt yourself this week, right? You went to the water slides. And water slides. Yeah. Got fried over there. It was stuck long, in- long lines, man. It was insane. <laughs> Nowhere to run long lines. Uh, this, yeah. Stuck. Did a few things. I, I regret. <laughs> the drop i mean the i mean drop. rides not behavior <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure behavior yeah you know, that too but uh. oh yeah maybe oh mm. uh, yeah yeah no it was a good time it was a good time but uh, right. yeah, when i heard the topic for today i said yeah i gotta jump in on this this is this is a good one yes so we are talking about designing and visualizing your ideal practice your ideal clinic and um, yep. some of the steps that we thought would be helpful for those of you that are, you know, still studying to start thinking about this stuff, those of you that are maybe thinking of a change or want to do some updates or you're, you know, maybe you feel like your practice isn't exactly where you want it to be and you want to improve, um, we kind of have an overview plan for you guys on how you can uh, how you can get, you know, to designing and feeling and thinking and actually uh, making your dream become a reality um, and shortcut the process for you. So. Um, before we jump into that, we just want to tell you there is a there's an action sheet for you with this with this podcast, so you can download that. Link will be in the bio. Uh, it's fun; just outlines the steps of what to you know to get you started, and then you can you know you can dream up, you can brain map, you can uh, you know jot down on paper things that come to mind. But this action sheet will give you the the steps to start the process. Um, also, before we jump in, we wanted to tell you guys again about our osteo mentorship.com and the the new masterclass that's available yeah so there you guys got to go check out the website it's uh, brand new we worked really hard at it. it it's you know it feels it resonates with us like i said we dreamt this up a while ago same process went into this as uh, into you know this project we're about to launch for you guys as designing our clinic so um, it's been we've been dreaming about it for a while and it's finally coming to fruition so osteomentorship.com the masterclass, uh, it's well worth starting there. I think that's the best place for people to start. And uh, we got lots more coming for you guys. So today, Kev, let's 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 jump in. Um, yeah. You know, it's not easy when you first graduate to actually have to know where you want to practice or to know uh, yep. what type of practice you want to you want to dive into. So this exercise will help people just just get the juices flowing, start thinking, right, so that they can. They can really um, build the kind of a practice or a clinic of their dreams and and ultimately help a lot of people, right? Because that's what we want to do. We want to help people in our community. Yeah. And we want to help you guys get uh, get started. So, Kev, what do we think? Uh, step one. 
Well, step one, just to add on to what you're saying, you know, that it is quite difficult to, when you, when you're in school or coming out of school to know exactly like what it is you want, because you haven't really been exposed maybe to um, all the possibilities too. And, and obviously, you know, going out there and, and doing internships and things like that, you might get a, a little bit of an idea of, Let's say. Uh, what would my T-shirt say about that? If I had a T-shirt of saying, what would that? What would that be? It would be, you don't know what you don't know. Oh, oh, you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> so, so yeah, get it. so for sure, taking notes of like when you're doing internships and things like that of maybe multidisciplinary types of clinics or ones that are solo osteopathic clinics or people that just work on their own too independently. That happens quite a bit as well. So th- some of that is worth looking at obviously to get started and start to get an idea of like what resonates with you, where do you see yourself being where you'd be the most comfortable to do your best work. So these are like essential steps to that, right? So um, taking the time to really investigate that and, and maybe uh, you go out there and like you said, in step one, getting out there in the action sheet, you're going to see, um, uh, just going and exposing yourself to different types of setups to see like, well, where would I feel most comfortable um, to, uh, to work? And that'll get you kickstarted on trying to visualize that and, and do all the other things we're going to mention today. So uh, I think that's probably the starting point. Cause yeah, it is I totally quite, agree. Step one is. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, you froze a bit. Sorry. <laughs> no, I think he, I, I, <laughs> Yeah, you, you you froze as well. You were stuck. So I agree, Kev. I think step one is is get out there, see different clinics. It doesn't even matter. Like you say, it doesn't have to just be osteopathic clinics. It can be anything, any healing arts practitioners. Go and, and take a look. You can knock on doors. Uh, you'd be surprised how amazing people are, right? Yeah. And if you just, if you contact them, you drop in, you knock on the door, I'm a student, uh, you know, I'm up the road, whatever, right? People are nice. People want to help. So you, you go and you just, just have a look around, see what's out there. Um, it's so important, as Kev said, to just start to, starting to get an idea of what's possible, um, mm-hmm. you know, in doing that. And I would say, like, when you're there, see how you feel, right? Like, really, really, yeah. like, how does this, this you know, the, the flow, like, how does this, how does it feel? How does this clinic feel to me? Um, we'll go through, like, we always say that the different options for new graduates, right? Most, most people think they either go work for someone that got them into osteopathy or they'll, or they'll, you know, they might know a clinic back in their hometown. And uh, you know, so, but you know, some people work in their house, right? There's so many options out there. Yeah. Um, Start to start to just keep your eyes open to see what is possible. Right. And then just, that's the kind of the foundation that'll start just the, the process is going and they'll start the juices flowing and, and you'll be able to dream up what you really want to do. So yeah, I couldn't so agree more. That that whole researching part too, is it part of that is, is also like how you see yourself um, practicing, you know, like, you know, there, there are individuals that, that maybe would uh, have treatment times that are, are shorter uh, people that treat it for longer treatment uh, times, number of patients per day, the type yeah. of person you're going to see uh, what, vibe does the place you're going to work at have like we so like if we get into let's say should we get into a bit of a the storytelling now i guess or yeah actually yeah? okay stories are stories are so, where it's at so you know like I, I started out and i had some really really great 
professionals that I, I learned from, you know, and when I was an intern to then when I first got a job at a, a, a big clinic. Um, so I worked there for about five years and then, then going out on my own uh, was what prime reason was, was, you know, to, to do something different. And, um, and it took me a while to figure out what that was. Uh, so, you know, working on my own, I was by myself at the time. So uh, I kind of got a, a feel for how many people I would want to see in a day. Um, one to make it, you know, so that you could live and two, and so you're not overworking yourself. So sometimes it takes a little bit of work and even that that'll change with time too, depending on, uh, you know, uh, your energy level and what you bring every day to work. But uh, so then it gives, for me anyways, it was, I always had this idea of like a multidisciplinary clinic. So when I started getting busier, like two months into working on my own, I called Jason and basically told him, all right, yeah, you need to move back from Brockville back to Montreal. And, and, uh, so it took some convincing, but I finally got him to come back. Thankfully his wife's from here. So that helped. And, um, that's how it started. So it was just the both of us. I remember, uh, in 2,200 square feet, uh, him at one end, me at the other, uh, and zero people working for us, <laughs> except for his secretary, Stephanie, that uh, still works with us uh, on other projects and, uh, including this one, uh, thank God. And then, um, uh, yeah. So then obviously Sean called us and then, you know, we, we started seeing like, oh yeah, that would make sense. Just because you got to keep in mind too, it's not necessarily the disciplines themselves, for sure. Certain disciplines work together very well, but I would say like a case in point with Sean, the selling point with Sean was just his presence, you know, having someone around that uh, has that uh, one confidence, uh, empathy for other people, uh, you know, going over and beyond to, to help people out you know, these are the people you want to be around, you know, like, and uh, I think it's a, a crucial thing to remember when you're starting out too, that you don't just want to fill spots. You, you really want to take the time to, to stick to that visual you have of what is it that I want to feel every day coming into work, the people that are with me, what kind of vibe are they bringing to the, this, this group? Um, all this is so important to take your time to do it because I'm telling you, we made that mistake in the beginning where we just started getting people to come in and, you know, they were nice. It's just maybe, uh, you know, not the right, um, either, uh, personality or whatever to, to make the group jive together. So the, the, these are things that are really important. And we've, since we made a few mistakes in the beginning, doing all that that kind of helped us uh, moving forward. And as soon as we started paying attention to more of, that's why I keep hammering this point down, the, the, the vibe you want in your place where you're going to work is so crucial. And you need to figure that out. You need to kind of spend time thinking about this, like Sean said before, writing it down, brain mapping this, really visualizing it and, and, and sticking to that game plan because it will pay off. And I remember we had, even fired three different people at one point when we couldn't really do that. <laughs> you know, we knew we, we could still cover the rent and everything. It's just, it, it you know, it, when firing three people is not really 
wise. But what ended up happening is it changed the whole energy in the whole place. And then everything just exploded after that too. And we found the people that really connected with us and, and made things move forward. So these are, I think, key components to your uh, progress in this is to really stick again to what is it that what's that, that primary um, uh, vibration or, or, or visual visualization you have of where you're going to work and really hammer that because that that's really what's going to make it thrive. Awesome, man. Couldn't have said any better. Um, no. And, and again, it, it comes back to, you're right. You, you do have to make some mistakes first in order to realize. And then if you have that clear vision, that is your foundation, you can come back and be like, Oh, why have I strayed from my foundation? Right. And then you realize like, yeah, it might, might make sense in the moment to let go of three people, but it opened the door for many more, right? Because it, 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 because the vibe wasn't what you wanted it to be. So I love, I, could, I love the fact that you just said that too, about yeah. why would you do that? Yeah. Fear. Yeah, exactly. Fear. Right. Right? So at the end of the day, why you wouldn't make a good decision is only because of fear of it. Yeah. Oh my God, what's that going to do to the bottom line? Uh, am I going to be able to find someone else? And instead of again, trusting, if you stick to your plan, the right people are going to, present themselves so it, it really is a, a leap of faith to uh, and and you know a bit of a, a surrendering process to to really go with that and really go back to your your main idea like you were saying mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so all right let's that's that's amazing Kat. thanks for sharing um similar for me right when i was starting out it's you know i i didn't put much thought into into what you know, what I was going to do, where I was going to be. Um, and, and like you said, it, it kind of like forced me to act quickly because I realized that I was in a place I didn't want to be. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, situations and it's funny, you start asking yourself, like, why isn't this working? Well, you know, you can, you can keep banging your head against the wall, or you can, you know, figure out if there's a door, or you can go the other way. And, and I definitely had lots of signs that I probably ignored at first. And then finally, I was like, you know, I had to, like, I had a, I remember when I first started, I, I kind of just, yeah, I, 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 without much planning and visual and vision, I, I started working for, you know, the chiropractor that got me into, you know, that, it, that piqued my interest to help me out back in the day. Um, and just the phase, the phase he was at in career, he kind of, he kind of, saw an opportunity and pushed me someplace that I didn't really think I, I was supposed to be right. But I was like, Oh yeah, I could do it. And, and, and it didn't work. And I, I remember I ended up with his secretary and I was doing two different locations and, and it was just, it was too much. And I had to let her go because I couldn't afford her. And it was like, it was the most awful feeling I'd ever had. Right. You know, you have this amazing secretary that worked for this guy for 40 plus years. And now I end up with her. She's way too expensive for me where I was starting out. And, and I wasn't ready, right? I didn't, and it wasn't the, wasn't where I wanted to be. Mm. Um, and then I, so I left that practice. I went to another practice, which was like a high volume practice. And it was, um, it was, you know, it was from one sense, it's, I got to see the business side of things. I got to see the, the, the selling of, of a service. Um, but it was a machine. It was literally a machine. I remember same thing. I'd have to bring two, three shirts to work. Cause I'd be treating 10 to 12 patients in an hour. And it wow. just wasn't what I wanted to do. Right. Yep. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, 
which is funny because I, I've always been someone who has, you know, been able to dream big and visualize, but, you know, coming out of school, I just didn't, I didn't have someone telling me, all right, take the time and think about what you want before you yeah. actually do it, which again, like you say, there's it, 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 thankfully I did learn through all these things and it made me the the practitioner I am today. And it made me be able to, you know, go out and connect with people. And I developed my communication skills. I realized quickly that this is not what I wanted. And I focused on what I wanted and I was able to create that. But, um, but yeah, so what we're trying to say is, you know, step one is get out there and see different clinics, see, but don't just see, like we said, feel, right. How do you feel when you're in these places? Um, What type of emotion does it bring up? Uh, and then if you match that to the other exercise we've given you, um, you know, where you can visualize your ideal client and what type of practitioner you want to be, if you, if you put all those together and place then, and place, right. The next part of is research places, right? Yeah. So we say place, where do you want to be? Right. What kind of life do you want to have? Right. Um, so like we, we've told this story before about, about even the clinic now, like the building that we bought now is, you know, I, I think we've mentioned it a few times, but uh, it's, it's an old home. It's a, it's 128 years old, I believe. And um, it's, uh, we, from the get-go, I remember when I first went out on my own, I, I had seen it because I used to go grab sandwiches across the road, which we still do. Yeah. And that was like, I don't know, almost and the occasional 15 beer. years ago. And the occasional beer, yeah, we've yeah. dabbled in that. Um, uh, we, have, we, we have to get a few extras for the ghosts in this old house though but yeah. seriously yeah, they appreciate yeah. it so yeah that's it that's a whole other episode <laughs> anyways the uh, but that that was one of the primary things that i i had in my visualization was um i wanted a homey kind of feel to the place i worked at i didn't want to work in this kind of like medical yeah. medical clinic you know like it, it it's just anyways but everyone you know, has their own and decor can do great things, right? Like you can, uh, you can, you can homey up a sterile place. With of the right course. People. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm. So for us, it was just something that we wanted and it took several tries, but we finally got it after, I don't know how many years we finally were able to buy it. <laughs> and, um, so that's I think it, it was but, more than just the home cab too. It was the, it, this, you know, the home location. is one thing location the the vibe of the village right it was all oh, of the yeah. above right it was like way that's way more where, exposure uh, that's where we should be yeah. right it was like yeah. we need to be there and eventually it happened right easy access you know yeah. parking in the back like all these things that you don't you know oh yeah this place is great but there's zero parking you know like when it's that's a problem if you know patients have to park like uh, down the road and they're walking in the winter it's you know it's an it's an issue yeah, we kind of live in Australia, right? Where where you right. have beautiful winters. Exactly. Right? Sorry. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Shout out to our Australian listeners. You know, yeah, absolutely. We got to we got to shovel some snow here in the yeah good old Canada once in a while. Yeah, yeah for sure. So um, so yeah, so that you know again, and I remember it came to the point, and oddly enough, it's when I really let it go, and I was like, um, you know, it'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen when it's. I was trying too hard to try and push for Make it. it happen. And then as soon as I stopped, it was the, I think it was a day or two later, my a patient came in saying, Hey, were, were you trying to buy that uh, building on the corner of whatever? And yeah, I said, well, I just drove by and the guy was hammering the for sale sign up on the, <laughs> so I just started laughing. Okay, great. So that's, we went over, looked at it and made an offer right away and got it. 
And people to this day were just like, how did you get that? Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. Like there have been hawks in the village just waiting for a scoop it up, you know? So that's the key to really sticking to the, the, you know, your vision and, and, and what really, you know, you feel is, is going to resonate for you. Yeah. Yeah. So we say step one, get out there. Step two, research, right? So research different neighborhoods, cities, towns, right? Trying to understand, you know, if, if there'll be lots of competition, right? We always say competition shouldn't matter because, you know, if you're, if you're targeting your right audience and you're, you are who you are, you're going to attract those people, but still it's nice to know the demographics of the area. Um, You know, if you intend to build a practice and be there for a while, it should feel good, right? It should resonate with who you are. Like, you know, we enjoy driving to the office every day, right? Because it's like, we're heading, we're heading, like you say, we're heading home in a sense, this is our second home and some, you know, some would say you might even spend more time here at, at, at times, right? So it has to resonate with you. The neighborhood should, you should, fe- and again, I just like, it's one thing to look at demographic and statistics, but really try and be centered and, you know, brain, heart, and gut. And if you can get those things to match and you feel it and it feels good, it's going to be a great uh, investment in, in building your practice there. So so get out there, see, feel, get treated by different practitioners. So you can see, like we, Kev, you said it before, like, you know, there's so many combinations to this, this, this game that we're all going to play and building your ideal practice. Right. So like treatment times, right. Understanding, um, you know, just, just like you say that the, you know, language, you want, the language, right. Do you want to be a sole practitioner do you have room for growth in the place right do you want to bring under other practitioners on with you you know um do you want to yeah do you want it to be multi multidisciplinary just visit different clinics dream yeah. you know you the, the sky the sky's the limit the possibilities are endless um but try and see different people get treated by different people so you you have an idea right you have, of the therapist you're going to become as well so that you can sure. Again, the area matches how you do things, right? Absolutely. Uh, super important. Um, and then it's like, you know, we can get into a little more details. So it's like the layout is important of the clinic, right? So let's say you found a really good place that you want to be and you've, you know, you found, a, um, you know, this again, to me, this is comes from the research process, right? So when you're, you know, you're going to different clinics and you're seeing the way that they work, uh, you'll have an idea of the flow you'd like to have, right? The flow, yeah. how, many, how many rooms are there? Treatment rooms, you know, how many do you want to have? Uh, do you have room for, you know, do you want uh, an exercise area, right? The, the sky's the limit, but you want to see, does it match the, t- the, the type of practitioner you are? And, um, and, you know, is it possible? Will it work, right? Is and again, I, I, you, you really said the right words too when you were saying your gut versus your your mind you know like so trusting your gut too and knowing when when you're forcing something and it's not working stop ask yourself okay why is this not running smoothly here Mm. (laughs) and it's usually because either it's not in resonance with you and there's something better that's coming so you know and sometimes we get caught up in it because we, we just start to panic, which is, again, you getting drawn into some fear cycles or, or certain uh, worries what's, that you have. What's that acronym for fear? It's like fal- false evidence appearing real, right? False evidence appearing real, right? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Is that what it is? Fear? Something yeah, like right. that, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. 
false evidence appearing real, but that's kind of what it is, right? It's this idea, like you said, if you're caught in this fear cycle, then yeah. you're, you know, yeah, it's not real. No, it's appear, the appearance of real, right? But it's so if you're getting good at that is 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 crucial, not only for decision making, but decision making in life, but even in in your treatments and everything too, right? So, um, and that's you know, so that's one way to to allow your creative mind to kind of explore what things look like and then that helps that drive it into reality right so um yeah that's great uh next up next up on our step on our you know the process of helping you is decor right what type of decor the decor should match well first of all the place you're in but also yep. the, the people you want to you want to attract into your clinic right classic example i use is is, is you don't want to you know if you intend on treating you know pregnant moms and babies and kids and stuff well you don't want to have like crazy breakable shit in your in your office, right? You want to the 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 room yeah. should match the 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 person that that you you intend on serving, right? So you want to have right. a little area for kids to to you know break shit. Or, or... Like we used to <laughs> like we used to bug Jay all the time that his room looked more feminine than all the other rooms. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, yeah, but he he, he 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 knew his client well, right? He just. When yeah. it with what resonates with them, right? Exactly. So that's he, um, but that's definitely right. And you know, what, you can dream it, right? What kind of chairs yeah. do you want in the waiting room? What 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 does the reception desk look like? You know, yeah. are you going to have art on the walls or educational posters? You know, what colors resonate with you, and with the target market you're trying to to attract, right? Absolutely. And then step five, step five, like we did it, right? Who did we ask for when we got this house, right? We had a, we had a meeting with an interior, one of our patients, an amazing interior designer here in, uh, in Montreal, right? Sana, she came in to, to go Lux. over things with us. Shout out to Lux Decor. Yeah. yeah. Lux Decor. Yeah. Very, very, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that meeting was hilarious because you had to imagine Jay and I sitting in front of her and her asking us, so what is it you want? And we're like, uh, <laughs> Uh, I thought you were gonna she goes yeah but I need some ideas oh yeah right <laughs> anyway so she was hilarious she uh she was great she helped us out uh just with color and you know kind of the idea of the flow of the clinic too even before we started renovating and stuff like that so uh yeah she was great yeah because it takes someone who does this to you know you can again it's you can visualize you can dream you can conceptualize you can do the research and stuff but it still has you still to hire a professional to help you get the finishing touches, man, you've got to do it. So interior decorators or interior designers, some out there now, sometimes there's there that specializing clinics, they're they they're they're around, right? Google for sure. Mr. Dr. Google, you can hop on there and find them. Uh, ask people, ask patients, ask friends, ask colleagues, because they're around and they're invaluable in creating your vision. Uh, real estate agents definitely worth it because they will know the area you know that's their job right um they know the ins and outs of an area they know the demographics they know if there are young families if there are schools if there are right um, yeah yeah so they're invaluable so hire help right that's definitely an important step ask for help and then um the last step yeah well, is last one is the the visualizing part you know the active visualizing so like making it a habit and a routine like we always said with any process we're doing repetition is key and uh so in order to uh, start that ball rolling you know you gotta you gotta have it in your mind often 
whether it's you spend a few minutes in the morning or at lunch or at the end of your day, really going over that whole process. And like Sean was saying, you know, like, what is it like when you walk through that front door and you go into the waiting room and what people do you see there? What does it look like? What's the vibe of all the people that work with you? What does your day look like? What, um, you know, from, from morning to when you leave, like what, what is it do you, that you want to feel? Uh, and so this is key to do this and do this uh, often uh, just because it's just going to ingrain that in your, in your neurology and allow that to, to kind of move forward a lot easier yeah. and a lot quicker. That's a lot for quicker. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, you want to see it. You want to see it in your mind's eye. Sometimes I joke, I get more patience in my mind than by actively, you know, marketing um, because I do this process often, right? I, I see myself, I see myself, you know, I said, it, I see myself driving to the office. I see myself shaking hands with my new patients, right? My ideal patient, I see myself, you know, yeah. checking, walking them to the desk and I see them booking an appointment. I see them referring, you know, their friends and family to me. Um, and this is, this is such a powerful technique, right? We talk about meditation often, but when you combine this um, and you do it and you do it often, it's amazing the, you know, uh, what, you know, people, effect, places, yeah. yeah, the effect, right? Even like you guys, you know, dreaming up the, the multidisciplinary clinic and then me, you know, calling you, right? That's like the right people and places and, yep. and, and circumstances start to present themselves when you have that vision and you actively go there, right? Keeping in mind too, you know, don't get discouraged when you're going to, you're going to be, you're going to have thought processes that are going to try and drag you out of that going with the flow, you know, you're going to have well, how am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to do this? And well, I really got to get going. Oh my God. So you really have to recognize that, okay, those are just, you know, uh, either belief systems or, and or fear taking over that are just clouding the mind and um, not allowing you to stay focused on the target. So the idea is to bring yourself back to the target every single time and recognize that you're going to have these distractions. Sometimes it's just realize what they are and, and kind of laugh at it. Take them, tell them to take a back seat and, and just go back to concentrating on what's more fun. <laughs> yeah. Taking yeah. a backtrack to, uh, to the acquisition of this, this home, this building that we're in. Um, if, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but Jason actually had two paintings of this building in his house. Mm. Right. So literally he had, pictures before you know this became a reality right he had these you know he had the, these pictures of this house that that is vitality now in his in his room right so he used mm -hmm. to see it so you know consciously or subconsciously he used to see it every day right Absolutely. in his house you know yep yeah when he you know when he wasn't figure skating he'd see it so. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah yeah he's get he's getting really good <laughs> He's getting really good. I can't wait to go cheer him on, though. It's I've seen a couple of videos, and yeah. uh, who knows? Maybe we'll put those up on. Uh, yeah. Left we'll ask for his consent, obviously, but I'm yeah. sure he'd be more than happy to put those up there for everyone to see. So, yeah, yeah, so, definitely. Um, all right, guys, that was perfect, Kevin. Thank you for taking the time out of your vacation. Um, Anytime, man. That was great. Yeah, clinic. <clears throat> I've been, I'm holding down the fort here. It's a bit yeah. lonely. Not gonna lie, it's lonely. I will. Yeah. I will see you on Monday. <laughs> you see me Monday. That's awesome. Um, so there you have it, guys. Recap, uh, you know, kind of six steps to visualizing your ideal practice or to creating or designing. First step is always get out there. We said it, get out there, get treated, go see different offices, knock on doors, 
um, research neighborhoods, cities, towns, right? Really, really try and figure out where you want to be. Uh, consider the layout, what, what kind of flow do you want? How, you know, how many treatment rooms? Really kind of think big, right? Do you want to scale this thing up? You know, is there capacity to grow? Decor, um, you know, what kind of off? What's the feel you want? What do you want to feel? Well, decor can do that. Uh, ask for help, right? Find uh, good real estate brokers, good interior designers uh, to help you uh, make your dream a reality. And then the last is visualize it, right? See it. So once you have an idea of what, what you want, start to literally meditate, meditate on it, see it. Uh, like I say, see, see yourself there, see yourself having fun every day in your office, feel the energy as you walk into your practice, you know, see clients sitting in your waiting room. I promise you, you do this exercise and it will become reality before you know it. Uh, check out osteomentorship.com. The free masterclass is there. We're getting ready to launch uh, the MBO program, but start with the masterclass, right? Refer to your friends. If you're a student, they could get on the waiting list too yes, for the MBO. A, there's a waiting list for the MBO, which we'll be launching. We'll probably open up the doors for that in, in September, I believe. Yeah. Um, but the masterclass, share with your friends and colleagues. If you're a student and you're listening to this and you're anywhere, right? Like we, we'd say fourth or fifth year students, probably the best time to start thinking about this stuff, but you can start at year one, right? If you're starting out, uh, in our opinion, every student should be listening to this stuff because uh, this is the stuff that, uh, you know, it's one thing, like we say, the clinical skills are so necessary, but when you can, you know, pair the clinical skills with the business and the uh, person, you know, the communication skills, you're, you're going to have no problem building the practice of your dreams. So share this with your friends and colleagues. If you're a student, uh, if you have any questions or comments, don't hesitate, hit us up. Check out that masterclass, osteomentorship.com. We're on social media. We're on LinkedIn. We're everywhere now. You know, Lisa's making sure that we're everywhere. So we're doing our best to painfully. We're doing our best to to yeah. to do that. And um, yeah, thank you, Kevin. Enjoy your vacation. All right, bud. Big, big hug to all the, the ladies and uh, have fun this weekend. I'll see you on Monday. All right, bro. All right, peace. Peace. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend. <laughs>